0: Nobody calls me yellow. Let's finish it. Right now. No, oh, uh, not now, Buford. Uh, Marshall's got our guns. Like I said, we'll finish this tomorrow. Tomorrow we're robbing the Pan City stage. What about Monday? We doing anything Monday? Uh, no. Monday be fine. You can kill him yeah. on Monday.
1: I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there, out in the street, in front of the palace alone yeah right when high noon noon i do my killing
0: before breakfast seven o'clock eight o'clock i do my killing after breakfast
2: the League podcast, The League versus Back to the Future Part 3. I'm Mad Dog Matt Derson. Seamus
0: Inferno here. <laughs>
2: Great Scott Josh
1: Lingle here.
2: All right, we all had one. Uh welcome back. We had we finished Back to the Future 2, uh, you know, in our previous ep, and now it's it's time. We we should have just done it. At the, on the same night, just like they recorded this in Back to Future Two, <laughs> back to back. But uh, it did take them eleven months. One, you know, it's funny. I guess Marty, uh, I should say, Michael J. Fox. His like, he had a, his son was born while he was filming these two movies, and his father oh, no, passed shit. away. And his yeah, so he oh, had wow. like
0: a, uh, a. Can I? Can I really bum you out and put the, you know, how bad things happen in, well, it's a good thing that he had a kid, but (laughs) well, but you know, things happen in threes. I I read today that he actually started to suffer from some of his Parkinson's during back to future part three, but they didn't, it was like undiagnosed.
2: I heard that. Yeah. he was forgetting things that they now attribute to Parkinson's like, like he had learned how to ride a skateboard and then he forgot like and stuff like that, like, and they think that it might have been the Parkinson's. That's pretty scary.
0: Wow. I I mean, that was 30 years
2: ago. You know, 33. Crazy. 33, yeah. Yeah. And he's still hanging in there. But yeah, imagine. Like, so we had Parkinson's all that time and we only found out about it. Like, I don't know. When, when did we actually find out about it? It was like not that long ago.
1: You say that, but it was probably like 25 years ago. I
0: think it was like 10 years ago.
1: (laughs) I know.
2: Time. Yeah, because whenever he
0: was on Curb was like probably over 10 years ago.
2: Right. But okay. when he was on, what was that show? He was on news, uh, not news radio. What was that
1: other show? Oh, Flip City? Spin City. Spin City. Yeah.
2: I mean, like he had it then and we didn't know. And it's crazy. So, yeah. Anyway. Still hanging in there. You go, Michael Jake Fox.
0: Yeah, I guess there's a new documentary, isn't there? Like on. Uh, yeah. You know about him. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's been going around advertising it. About
2: huh. that. I mean, think about it. He's he still looks pretty good for. I mean, I don't know how old he's probably like 50 years, right, or something. Oh, mm. I don't.
1: I literally oh,
0: exactly
2: just heard it sure.
1: probably like two <laughs> hours
2: ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Anyways, well,
1: we're we're we're
2: pulling for you. I mean, I mean, Christopher Lloyd is like ninety. So yeah, I mean, like,
0: <laughs> anyway, sin- silly Star Wars TV,
1: Christopher Lloyd was only like, I think like four or five years older than me, or maybe it was eight years older than me now when he played Doc the first time, and I'm like, no, shut up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like a... It, it's crazy, because I thought he was, like, this old, like,
0: man. Yeah.
1: And, and maybe he
2: was, because we were young when the movie came out, but, yeah, like, it's like a we're golden were also young
0: dress. when Taxi was out. You yeah, know what right. I mean? That was, like, adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh.
2: But, like, I mean, I think it's, like, the white hair and everything, especially, right, that makes yeah. you think, like, oh, Doc is, you know, really old, but uh like, Lux is 61 and christopher lloyd is 84 right now 84 okay so we saw, i i thought he was 90 but hey it's like do, do you guys know that this like thing that people like to talk about now is I, at least i've heard it a few times from different people uh, like the golden girls were supposedly like only in their 50s yep right
0: yeah they, like, that's they- right and the oldest <laughs> one was the youngest one
2: right right but she was literally IRL, right? But it but in reality, she I mean, in on the show she was the oldest one because she was the other one's mom. But like yeah, like they were only supposed to be in their fifties and they were golden, like they were old and they were getting it all the time. So I don't know, like good for them, but man, I mean I got shit to worry about. I can't be <laughs> anyway. I got shit to worry about. Let's <laughs> um let's let's get into Let's get into back to feature part 3.
0: All right. Um
2: uh, all right, all right, all right. First of all, uh I just like to lay it out. It's it was like a budget of 40 mil about and according to wow. Wikipedia, it made 245.1 million dollars. The studio actually did save money by filming them back to back like that apparently. So like they saved like maybe ten, twelve million dollars or something like that. That's a
1: mark savings.
2: Yeah, right. and everything. <laughs> if you go around like all the the featurettes and everything, you know, they all talk about how hard it was. Robert Zemeckis, you know, would film during the day, go back and edit the second one at night, and oh, it was so hard. And like, dude, you're making movies here. <laughs> but Still, it was released. It still, May. sounds like
0: it could have been tough. I mean, you know, they probably have like sort of more per- like sort of like the writers' strike is now. Like they probably have more like union breaks and stuff than they did like in 1989. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? you're, you're probably right. Like they have random like just everybody, production people, and like the actors like run them through the ringer and be like, oh, another 18 hour day. Great. The... Well. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think it, they wanted to get it done because they were going to start doing Family Ties again. The last season of Family Ties was coming up, so they wanted to get all the Michael J. Fox's stuff like in there. I know, it was crazy, but, I mean, that's he would get, what, a few
0: hours of sleep a night? I don't know. We all, we've all all done that. He was a that. young man at the time. Yeah. Yeah. We would have done it. We, I and, and wanted he, to be Marty McFly so much. Oh, I was sure. Sure, Absolutely. So and cool. it was his
2: idea, too, or one of, you know, he pushed. He's like, I want them to be released six months apart so people don't, like, forget the last one, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But, yeah, so scene one, it is exactly like before. Which you see, this is the the climax of the first movie with Doc hanging from the clock tower, swings down. That's the thing that DeLorean goes back to 1985. That scene was in all three of these movies, which is- Oh, wow. Yeah. So then, you know, Marty comes running around the corner. He's just, just like the end of two. He's like, ah, I, I'm back. I'm back from the future. And he's- Doc faints. And then then it goes to the credits. It's kind of like sad. Like the first two was kind of like there was music and like, you know, like kind of stuff. And like in the second one, they're flying around and everything. It's all this like- exciting music and in this one like it's kind of the sad music it's marty drives doc home and like takes him out of the car and carries him in the house and it's raining yeah it's kind of sad it's weird it's weird i like
0: I mean, that he has different. like he has his uh hoverboard and they're like doc is sleeping on the couch and he's sleeping on the couch and his his feet are up like on his hoverboard.
2: <laughs> that was uh i did like that that was a good moment um um so it is it is fun to see like what happened though like you know after that so yeah Doc I love it he wakes up to howdy duty time it's <laughs> back then you know TV it didn't run all night so the TV turned off and turned on at like seven a.m. or whatever uh, oh me in a scientist's house <laughs> yeah maybe yeah that's right they have his alarm but, sound. yeah Doc wakes up and goes howdy duty time. And he starts talking into this recorder talking about what happened the night before. And he's just like, oh, he thinks the time displacement caused some sort of amnesia because he doesn't remember how he got home. And he's like, I have a vision that Marty came and told me like, that he came back from the future. And then Marty's like, Doc! And he's there and he's like, ah! So it's kind of funny. And then they have this sort of replay from the first time when Marty went to see 1955 Doc. And he's he's telling him what's going on. And Doc like comes out. He even calls him Future Boy again, which I always I thought that was a fun name for him (laughs) in the first movie, and brought it back here. And then Marty shows him the letter, the letter that 1885 Doc sent, and uh, they read it. It's it's a nice letter. He explains what Doc's been doing. He's in 1885. He couldn't repair the time machine. He hit it. Uh, He wants Marty to get 1955 Doc to help him. To, to fix it. And so he, he wants Mario to go back to 1985 and destroy the time machine. It's creating too much problems. He says, I'm perfectly fine living in the old West. So Yeah. I mean, it's, he loves it's, it there. Yeah. He loves the clean air and wide open spaces. He said, so that's that. Nice. There's a nice little quote at the end too, where he talks about their adventures and, and everything. This is your friend in time.
0: Doc, Emmett O.
2: O'Brown. I always. Oh, think, your friend in time. I want to call you yeah. guys that.
0: Well, we have to hey, travel through start. time. Well, no, we we have been. We have been. All right. Just forward. Where,
2: where are your friends in time?
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice.
2: <laughs> you can call it that. So they go to this cemetery. They, he calls it the Boot Hill Cemetery, which is the cemetery from um, the OK Corral. Like any, any movie about the OK Corral, I think, or specifically Gunfight at the OK Corral. There's a lot of old western you know um uh, sort and of And they
0: shot it Beaumont. like sort of on the is it i forget if it was universal or paramount lot maybe it was universal a uh, lot where they shot all yeah. the westerns back then anyway so yeah. they already had towns and all the set pieces yeah, in. yeah <laughs> but they did build a lot of that oh because, they did build they did yeah. build it for sure but yeah. they like kind of like they had the right landscape and everything they probably didn't yeah. use no absolutely stuff. But yeah, uh, so they go to
2: the cemetery. They, they 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 get the Delorean out. It's Doc mentions the first reference to Jules Verne in this in many in this movie, Journey to the Center of the Earth. They they dig it. They dig out the car. I like Doc's line. They're, they're looking at like the pieces and stuff, and he says, "Oh, no wonder it failed. It says, made in Japan.'" <laughs> He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, because. So they're towing the car away and he's like, Doc's thinking, Oh, maybe I should go look at the history books. And Mark's like, you hey, shouldn't know too much about, you know, your own destiny or whatever.
0: So yeah, Dave mentioned going to the library in timeline B. Remember Doc like went to the, li- it was like kind of a callback to that because Doc like right. had to break into the library and then like, they needed to break in to put him back or something. Right. That's what he said. He said, I'm going to borrow some news he borrowed newspapers this, and the, this part's a little silly,
2: but the dog, Copernicus, who, you know, he, he has Einstein in 1985, so that's a fun little joke, that he now we, he has Copernicus in 1955. Copernicus is all sad, at he's crying at a tombstone of D- Dr. Emmett Brown.
1: That- I mean— that made me laugh, actually. That was from before when he was reading the letter, and he's like, take care of Einstein. He's like, like yeah. he has Einstein in his house. <laughs> 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 I know. Oh, he's yeah. like,
2: Einstein.
1: He's like, the, like the, the person?
2: You know, the scientist. <laughs> the actor? But,
0: uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Ronald Reagan, the actor? <laughs> they wanted to get, <laughs> side note, they wanted to get Ronald Reagan in this movie for a brief cameo, and he couldn't do it, but that would have been awesome. Oh my yeah, God. I would have
0: loved one?
2: that. He um. Anyway, just kidding.
0: I wouldn't have loved it.
2: Well, it would have been funny. He was only going to play like one, you know, have like one or two lines. He wasn't going to age him. He wasn't going to be Buford <laughs> Tannen or whatever. He was. He wasn't going to be Ronald. Reagan. He was going to be the mayor of Hill Valley in 1885. Ah, wasn't going to be go. like Ronald Reagan, the actor. But anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a little silly, though, that the dog is like, oh, this is my owner's tombstone. Like, what But whatever, they needed something, I guess. And Marty, you know, they get all upset. The tombstone says, shot in the back by Buford Tannen over a matter of $80. And the tombstone was erected by his beloved, beloved Clara. And they're like, who the hell's Clara? And so they take a picture of the tombstone, which is... Keeps coming up later in the movie as well. So, yeah, they go to the library, even though it apparently is late at night. There's no. So, did they break in?
0: <laughs> no, it's time to know, break in again.
2: Back then, they were just open. Library doors. Maybe. Were Nobody cared. Are you going to steal encyclopedia?
1: Yeah. Take a book. That's what we're here for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right.
2: So. Yeah, they're going through all the, the, the history of Hill Valley. They look up Buford Tannen, which is Biff's great-grandfather. They look up the McFly's. Uh, William McFly was you know, the first McFly born in America, they say. And they find a picture of Doc next to the clock tower as it was being built, and they realize that it's true. And Marty says, no, I'm going back, and I'm going to bring you home.
1: So. I, I do love that like Doc is still questioning it until he sees the actual picture of him and he's just like oh it's true Yeah, like, what? you didn't think it was true before? Yeah what
2: What do you think that was a joke tombstone like there was some other you know gotcha. Emmett Brown <laughs> the
0: yeah, other thing also, I want to say about- did he forget right. all of the time adventures they've just been on
2: <laughs> I know you know time travel <laughs> is <fire> from 1985
1: yeah <laughs>
2: I know, dog is like, oh. The funny thing is too that tombstone is like looks brand new, and supposedly it's been there for like seventy years,
0: right? I mean, (laughs) like it's.
2: I I mean, I don't think I mean it's been out. It's definitely made
0: out of foam core because when you see it it get a demise later, it just snaps and yeah, had to put like tons of Foley and then it's like crack. Yeah, it's like but it really just the sound effects in this uh, are pretty spot on and great. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I was listening to it on my headphones. So I was really noticing them, but I was like, this is awesome.
2: So yeah, no, they, they, it was definitely a great job. I see. I
1: didn't understand how they were like, like I could understand how a tombstone would maybe not age so much because it's rock, but like, I think over the course of 70 years, I don't think the DeLorean's tires would have just, like, fallen apart.
2: Well, yeah, I wondered about that. I think it's because, maybe because it was struck by lightning? I don't know. That's what I wondered. Maybe they burned. Yeah, I don't know. There is some, if you want to really look deep into this, like, some people think if the DeLorean was sitting there, why didn't they just get gas out of it? you know like could they have gotten gasoline out of that DeLorean and put it in the but it you know what i mean
1: like so, he probably uh, already drained it out knowing that he was going to have to like it was going to sit there Just so. sit there
2: for for 70 years yeah. i mean i don't
1: know it is also weird i mean
2: cuz like that's technic i mean like, there are two deloreans right yep in and there's four deloreans at one point in 1955 <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you don't even you can't even like your mind is will just like explode if you try to figure all this out.
0: I just thought the... of it that there was more than one DeLorean ever, right? Well, because it's yeah, I mean, you're totally correct, they're going, going through time, never... but I mean, some people think no, because you're
2: creating alternate you know timelines each time you do this or whatever. I mean, it's
0: <laughs> I was just I kind of thought of uh, Josh, I don't know if you'd back me up on this, but I thought of the DeLorean kind of as a TARDIS kind of thing, you know, like it's the time machine, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I guess there uh, are, I guess
2: you could do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't watch. Oh, I mean, it's it's a different thing. So, you know, like, there could be two or four DeLoreans. <clears throat> Who knows? I don't know. Right. Okay. So I mean, Infinite like let's, DeLoreans.
2: I mean, let's just think, of, I don't want to get too deep in it. So, so Doc takes the DeLorean. I mean, he gets struck by lightning. He goes back to 1885. Yes, can't fix it. Buries it in the cave for Marty to find in 1885. Mm-hmm. Marty takes that DeLorean back. In 1885. Like, it, how does that even work? Is it still? It's like a loop. Yeah,
0: looper. It's a looper. So it's they, a looper.
2: It's still
1: in? Is it still in the cave? I, yeah, right. It's still in the cave, and I think maybe the reason you can't take that one out of the cave is because the second you take that one out of the cave, because it's not like he can replace it, because he'd be taking it back into the future so if it was taken out of the cave and brought back to the future then it's not there for him to find to find to bring back in the first right. place so it just like <laughs> it, it can't happen so it has to stay in the cave
2: maybe they should have wrote that in or something but it, it's too mind-boggling you can't even yeah. right I it's mean too, only yeah
0: you're not supposed to think this hard about it right but that's <laughs> why I can't we have a podcast
2: we... that's right that's right talk about a 30-year-old movie
0: uh well the some of these anyway, things yeah. like that one in particular is like i thought a lot about this movie and and as we said like about this kind of stuff and never really thought about that it, like that's a new thing to me i have to explore my mind palace <laughs> i gotta be honest i didn't think
2: about it <laughs> till today when i was reading like stuff to talk I about like, it, I like in this it. podcast <laughs> Oh, it's great. I mean, like, yeah, that DeLorean would have to be put back in that cave if they did take it out, which they didn't, yeah. obviously. But they would have to do it because otherwise, you wouldn't. It's sort of like um, it when they're in 1955, and he's like, "You have to take that DeLorean back to 1985." <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. I can't even. But anyway, so they go to this. They they go to this drive-in, which is a really fun, like, setting. I think for because Doc says, we have to go to a place that where you know you're not going to drive into a tree, which is really funny because that's what he did in the first one, we drove into the pine. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Marty's like, I'm going to have to walk all the way back to Hill Valley from here. And he's like, oh, it's the way to do it. But anyway, also, so Marty comes out. Yeah, and as you, as you point out, they have those big 1955 tires with the white walls and everything yeah. on them it's pretty funny look, but um i remember when i first saw the movie i didn't really get it because i didn't know what 1955 tires looked like but <laughs> anyway marty comes out he's because doc is making him wear old west
0: yeah attire. but it's like roy rogers right. atomic <laughs> age thing to like right and they keep like i guess there's easter eggs throughout the movie because it like uh the movie uh playing like at the movie theater as like the atomic kid because they were like originally gonna have like an early version of the script he got like kind of gamma radiated from atomic atomic energy and like that's how he could travel through time so really like, there's like Jeez. these atomic uh <laughs> you know things on his like western shirt but in like all this fringe he looks like he should be on you know bozo the clown as the Cowboy Dan or something, you know what I mean? I no, like, he's it really ridiculous. it's really cheesy,
2: and he makes he says like Clint Eastwood never wore anything like this. So he, talking about those movies, like the movie posters, the yeah, he doesn't know what Clint Eastwood is <laughs> in 1955, but he had made a couple of movies or like small, you know, he was a very he had small
0: parts in like a, a couple TV movies, guy, yeah, from and the then. yeah
2: the movies yeah. are like there are movie posters. On the, like, uh, on the little uh, building. What do they call that? The, the concession stand or whatever, like, of the Drive-It. So those are Clint Eastwood movies.
0: It's pretty oh, nice. interesting.
2: That's what That's I read, good. anyway. Which they both came out in 1955, so. I was Doc curious. just not into curious it. Curious
0: enough to uh, ask ChatGPT a question about that. I said, did Clint Eastwood have to give permission to Back to the Future Part 3? And then he says uh, that they didn't need to get his permission, and that he, in an interview, he did mention that he enjoyed it and he thought the film was "quote unquote" funny. Clint Eastwood, you can quote him on that. Funny.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I already, Yeah, I don't think they needed his permission, but they still like asked if it was okay to do. If are you cool with that? And like they don't, you know, they don't say anything bad about him. They just yeah. But it is. So anyway, yeah, it's a fun moment, Marty. You know, Doc says just drive right at the screen, and there, there's these Indians. There's a picture of like Indians. or well, I should say
0: Native Americans.
1: No, um, they were Indians, and so it's fine.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say Indians in the in the text of the work. In the movie, And the at the time, they were referred to as Indians. And plenty but... of Native Americans still call themselves Indian, so it's not oh. really that bad.
2: Oh, all right then. As long as that as long as they're okay with it, I guess. Right. So Marty says if I drive at the Indians or if I drive at the screen I'm going to crash into the Indians and he's like, "No, no, no, you're going to hit 88 miles an hour. Those Indians won't even be there." But I love He's not, not thinking not- fourth dimensionally. Yeah, I love that cuz he yeah, said to him again get, later,
0: "Why wouldn't you This is what I don't understand. <laughs> why wouldn't you just like point the start at where the Indians painting is?" And drive the other way, eighty-eight miles an hour. Why wouldn't you just so do that? Because you're just, not going to hit a, 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 you know, anything.
1: They had have have a, a dual screen. They could have had.
0: Yeah, maybe. maybe
1: we don't know what was
2: the
0: other side. I guess, but
2: I mean, they have to do it for this gag.
0: I mean, you're right.
2: There's a million <laughs> things they could have done. That's what I that thought could have of. Gone anywhere. Just
0: only, only this time watching it, I, I, I never thought of it before. But I was like, May, Wait I a minute. mean, I'm. <laughs> they didn't need to point it right at the wall. <laughs> wait a minute.
2: Well, I mean, my my I think what I my I had rationalized it. Like Doc had made the calculations to know how to get up to like, where he has to be to get up to 88 exactly. miles an hour
0: right. by, to, the, you know, to
2: the inch. Yeah. Because that's it's the same thing in the first one. Like you have to Start here. He's got the line on the street. You start here to get to 88 by the time you reach the
0: the pole. Yeah, you're right. You are right. I assume Doc knows what he's doing. You're right. He did. He did did know what he's doing. Let's go with that.
2: So he drives at the thing. I love it. Like, Doc is shooting the gun up in the air because Doc is a big fan of the Old West. We already pointed out. They they mentioned it in the last one. He wishes he could go to the Old West. And uh, yeah, so. And again, now we talked about this before we started recording, I guess, but he sends him back the day after he wrote the letter, because there's a date on the letter, and he says, you'll have five days to locate me. Why don't you give him a month? Why don't you give him like, you know? (laughs) Right. Anyways, he drives back, the lightning bolt, the whole thing, you know, the, 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 the twin flame streaks and... As soon as he appears in 1885, there are Indians running at
0: him on horseback. As if the painting came to life. Very yeah. comic book kind of uh, Stephen Strange, Multiverse of Madness kind of thing. I, I guess and it is, yeah. It came a, to
2: life. It's a great gag. I love it. Was it was good. And even though, like, it's so funny because he has to, like, he throws it in reverse and then he spins around and drives. And it's a great visual. It's, like, literally just for the trailer, the Indians chasing him in the DeLorean, but...
0: It's oh, a great it's, shot. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah, it's fucking awesome.
2: Oh, and like the Indians are really close, and then suddenly really far away, and it, whatever. But it's
0: it's fun. And I was wondering, <laughs> what are they even charging toward? They're going. I, they're running away from uh, the cavalry.
2: The cavalry, because the cavalry yeah. is right Calvary. behind. You. Yeah, Shit, the cavalry! So he pulls into the doc. Told them there's a cave over there. You can hide the DeLorean in. And so he finds the cave and, and pulls it in. So once all the guys, the cavalry and the Indians are are gone, like Marty's getting you know his stuff together, and uh, he sees he's ripped the fuel line and the gas is leaking. And then a bear comes out, and he has to run from the bear. Fucking bear. Yeah. Fucking Scary. bear. And, and he's flopping around and he falls down this hill and he lands on this fence and then he is uh found by Seamus mcfly who is michael j fox again
0: um <laughs> did you wouldn't... have any objection to him playing his great great grandfather Seamus?
2: no but the the irish accents are a little they're not I mean, they're fine, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that many Irish people. But it sounds like it's a person putting on an Irish voice. But that's okay. It's fine. I don't have a problem with him playing. Apparently they wrote it for Crispin Glover. But he wasn't coming back, so... Screw that guy.
1: Crispin Glover.
2: (laughs) He was counting the money he made in that lawsuit, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But uh, they probably weren't going to bring him back anyway. So... (laughs) He wakes up and it's the classic mom is that you've seen that we've seen already a couple of times. This one is actually funny because he wakes up and goes, you're my, you're my, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's technically his great grandmother or something yeah. like that. Right?
0: Can we talk about, um, uh, genes here for a little bit. Why does his mom's <laughs> a- a- a side of the family and his dad, Side of the family all like look the same generationally.
1: Family has a type, okay?
0: Yeah, I, I guess, guess so. you're
1: right.
2: The McFly's have a they have a type. They like to pick a certain type of girl, and they all look. Ex- I mean, yeah, it's by this point it is starting to
0: get a little, a little weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, a little royal family, <laughs> uh, family. Yeah, tree. like
2: you guys are all are you all related? Uh, you're all
0: in this part of California.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's Maggie McFly and um yeah, she's like you're back on the McFly farm. A McFly farm. <laughs> and he meets baby William who is the first as we said, the first McFly born in America and um she asks him his name and, and he says um,
0: the uncle in the first one that's a little baby isn't he? Uncle Baby Billy isn't he Billy too? Um too? Oh, baby Billy. Joey. No, he's. <laughs> oh, he's, he's Joe. He's Jailbird Joey. <laughs> Jailbird Joey. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. I just thought there's, it was there's no a connection there to, to Jailbird
2: Joey in this one. But <laughs> so she's like, "What's you know? What's your name?" And he says, "Eastwood, Clint Eastwood." <laughs> um, Very good. Yeah. So then we get a little you know they 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 have him they have him for dinner and the it's at a what is it a squirrel or a rabbit whatever it is that he's caught and the the corn looks pretty good i have to say the corn looks like they must have just got that right out of catering or whatever because like
0: <laughs> the water is all brown and whatever you know Yeah, yeah he yeah. spits out the buckshot yeah, yeah. and
2: Shaynes says I'll, you know i'll take you closer to town, and I'll give you a hat. <laughs> it's funny. So, um, yeah, and Seamus is all... Seamus is very deep. He's like, it feels like it's the right thing to do. So, yeah, it's nice. Anyway, so Marty makes it to Hill Valley, and it's, it's the same kind of shot that it is in every... We've seen already a couple times in the three different Hill Valleys, I guess. And all the stuff is kind of like the same... The clock tower is being built,
0: which is fun to see. And I love the music. I mean, I gotta say, like, this is like the first introduction of to me and like my world of like anything that was a prequel. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I go back and it showed when they were building the clock tower. That's kind of (laughs) cool.
2: Right. (laughs) Now, yeah, you'd see stuff like that a lot in. You know, Star Wars or whatever, but yeah, now it's like, oh, I do love the music in this part. It's still Alan Silvestri and uh, the, when, when he's walking around, it's it's like old westy kind of. It's the same theme, but it's like on harmonica or whatever. It's really nice. It's really fun. <laughs> so he goes into the saloon, which is the same sort of supposed to be the same as the Cafe Eighties and the Lou's Diner or whatever it was in 1955. And, yeah, so it's the same place. And a little more trivia here, these three guys are all like old school Western actors. Oh yeah, and I for don't know sure. If you... I
0: recognize those guys from yeah. all those Clint Eastwood movies which he, I just right. binged my way through. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, they all... So it was like kind of an, an homage. I mean, this... The one guy that I really noticed is... Uh, I... oh, let me look at his name because it's really funny. It's... But he played for hey, my. Hey, What's yes, that? That the engine tires. Yeah, playing oh, Eastwood. one. fun. That guy. Yeah. That's that guy. That guy. Pat, that's the kind The of funniest yeah. hand. Yeah, you do it good, Josh. That's great. Thanks. I had a lot of practice. Pat Butram, uh passed away in 1994, but uh, yeah, he <laughs> he is the voice. Of the sheriff in the Disney animated Robin Hood movies. That's why I oh, always... Oh,
0: yeah.
2: wow. So, that's my Robin like, Hood. Never yeah.
1: clicked until you just said Disney Anime. And I'm like, automatically, I was like, boom, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I always recognize that voice. I mean, I love that movie yeah. as a kid. He's
1: got such a great voice.
2: He does. He really, he did a lot of voice acting and stuff. So he's also in Roger Rabbit, um, Robert Smek started. Oh, yeah. Him. Robert
0: Smagas.
2: It's like one of the bullets. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Very well. And uh, the the bartender was also a bartender in, uh, was it, oh, I don't remember now. I had it. Josie Wales, maybe. Outlaw Josie Wales. Maybe maybe you know him, Clay. But another guy who's been in a lot of Westerns.
0: I don't know any of those guys' names, but uh, they're all very familiar faces from, like,
2: shit I've
0: just watched. (laughs) I was like, oh, there's that guy. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, they do. It's it's great that they put them in in here. So, um, anyways, then we get Buford Buford Tannen. It's the same thing as in like all the other movies. He comes in and says, "Hey, McFly," except he thinks he's Seamus McFly, and he turns around. And he's like, "You ain't Seamus McFly." But um... I gotta
0: say, when I was a kid, and even like for a long time, I, I knew that this was Biff, but he he really looks so different in this i almost think it's like a completely different it to me comes off as like a different actor almost you know what i mean like it seems so different than the other ones yeah i mean he does yeah. look good at the mustache yeah. it could just be the mustache i don't know uh-huh. but i just feel like he well he really plays a different part
2: yeah i mean it is it's a lot it's kind of the really really evil part yeah. i guess like He's not just like a street thug or whatever. Like, yeah, he's like a he's a bad dude, fastest gun in the west or whatever. That's they said in the other one.
0: Dance.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. So like they make fun of him, kind of like they do in 1955. Where like they make fun of his life preserver or whatever. On this one, they're like, look at them moccasins. He's wearing his Nikes. And like, what kind of skins is them? But, um,
0: is yeah, so like did he order a whiskey or something in here? Because uh, one of the trivia things I saw was that he never actually gets any of the drinks that he orders in all of the movies.
2: Yeah, he ordered a water and the guy said, in here we pour whiskey. He said, You want water, you stick your head in the trough out there or whatever. <laughs> but the the, the best part is the guy pours the whiskey in the shot glass and it it smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he never drank it. Yeah, and he doesn't get what he ordered. Just like he didn't, he didn't even drink the Pepsi, and he didn't drink the tab or whatever he ordered in the other one. But, but he got like a cup of tea or something. But anyway, yeah. So Buford is, as you put it, he's 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 doing the shoot at the beat thing and asking him to dance. And so Marty does a moonwalk. Which is <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, even by the move, the time this came out in 1990, you know, it's been a while since we'd seen a moonwalk. But in 1985, right. where he's actually from, eh, it's probably still a thing. Right, and and he's like it's,
1: singing Lee Jean" to himself. Yeah, he's
2: like singing it to get <laughs> into the rhythm. I guess.
0: in um the, at the end credits, because part of the reason I asked ChatGPT GPT was because I was on the Peloton and I was like looking at the screen. I was like, oh, I'll just watch the credits. And the very last two things are like special thanks to. Michael Jackson, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> it's like the last part of the credits.
2: Yeah, they always kind of have that at the end of movie credits and Special thanks. But yeah, so and then he, he, I think this is a good movie. He jumps on like one of the floorboards, and it, you know, they have those buckets that they put the, they spit the tobacco juice in, and it lands right on Buford. <laughs> so that's pretty slick. So he gets You're covered in the like gross the tobacco juice. And then they go, Disgusting. get him, boys. Marty runs out, similar to the other two times that he's done this, except there's no skateboard or hoverboard or anything from this end. So he's just gotta run. And they they catch him. So apparently, Thomas F. Wilson played Biff and Buford and all the all the Biffs. He learned how to ride a horse and how to lasso. So that's he's doing all oh, his wow, own nice. stunts here. This is all him. And he apparently, though, so they they lasso Marty and they drag him around and they drag him to the the, the almost built clock tower and they're going to string him up. And apparently Michael J. Fox did lose consciousness as they were doing this. That's a little scary. Maybe you should have stuntmen do the... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So as he's hanging there, Doc, we don't see his face, but Doc very slowly comes to his rescue. <laughs> I walk, he walks very slowly. He's got this pretty cool gun. And just like in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, it's like he shoots the rope. Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and Anon to <laughs> in Bad and the Ugly shoots the rope and frees Marty. I don't know. And he says he's going to sh- shoot Biff. And he's like, oh, I'm going to come get you. And Biff leaves. Oh, Buford, sorry. And, uh, yeah, Marty's like, I told, I mean, Doc is like, I told you to go back. And he's like, but I'm glad to see you. So, anyway, Marty tells Doc, you know, you're going to get killed in five days and by Buford. And I love actually, Doc says, I wish I'd paid him off. He owed him... <laughs> Buford thinks he owed him $80 for a, a $75 horse and a $5 bottle of whiskey, which is
1: pretty. I done shot that horse. Yeah, I don't
0: know. So, so, you and know, kind of says, sounds like a me problem. Yeah, right. sounds like a you, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a you problem or whatever. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not a me kind problem. Basically the, yeah, the 1885 version of,
2: yeah, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> so, yeah, he shows him the tomb, the picture of the tombstone and he knows and he's like, who's Clara? And Marty says, I don't know. I thought you, someone you knew. And he's like, ah, oh, I, I don't know. I thought, the the idea that I could come back in time and fall in love is preposterous. But now they figure, okay, we're going to get out of here. We'll just go back. I mean, I don't know why they couldn't just. So if this, the tombstone says, you get shot on a specific day? Like September 7th. And is the there... cause
0: of death, like on a long tombstone. Don't they charge about the letter back then?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I guess, I guess Clara had a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't just be like, all right, let's just get out of town. Or, or something, you know what I mean? Like they, they were, they were right. they swear to this that you're gonna get shot on September 7. It, it's, it's very strange. I was like, all right, I, I just won't get shot that day. I'll just, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, just...
0: that's the, that's the thing. It's like they, they could have, whatever, you know, in the time travel theory, it's like no matter what, it, as much as he would try to avoid it, like his fate would like bring him back to like. Some sort of circumstance where you would get shot that day, even if you try to leave now.
2: I guess it's like a final destination kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah, right. Very good. Very good. You're right. I mean, like the, the tombstone is there. You are, but even just by Marty being there, wouldn't that change the time? Oh, for sure. Like the time. Definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely. definitely would, it definitely would. <laughs> All right. No, you're right. You're right. But you're right. Some things,
2: I mean, destiny or fate or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because like other, you know, when people riff on their Back to the Future stuff, like they do this stuff and they like will maybe do like kind of a clue thing where it's like, oh, it could be like these three possible things, but everything brings you to the end of the movie.
2: Which also starred Christopher Lloyd. Very good. It's (laughs) It's communism. It's just a red herring. Anyway, so yeah, they're in the this, uh, the mayor who was supposed to be played by Ronald Reagan shows up and says, Oh, you gotta go pick up this teacher. Her name is Clayton, Clara Clayton. You got that, Clara? You were just talking about Clara,
0: you know, he, like it's very obvious. Was it is Strickland the mayor or is the mayor somebody different? Strickland is the sheriff. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like the marshal. The I guess he's the town <laughs> yeah.
2: marshal. Yeah, Strickland the mayor is nobody, but it's okay. So, anyways. Yeah, Clara Clayton is Mary Steenbergen. Virgin. Virgin? Virgin. Ber- virgin. Apparently they hadn't they they wrote it for her. I always wonder mm. what that means when they say that in, you know, these making of documentaries. We didn't know who else we could, you know, we couldn't possibly have caterpillar. <laughs> like, do you really sit down on the keyboard and go like, hmm, you know what? mary steenbergh
0: <laughs> well i, I wonder i mean you're a writer like what <laughs> yeah. do you think like do you think like sometimes like oh the like this you know my robin hood my perfect robin hood would be chris evans or you know like do you ever think that like i mean i you know
2: i i don't but i mean i never i wasn't writing like a screenplay i guess no, like, no, maybe I know. if i was like, maybe yeah. if i was a hollywood screenwriter which i have written screenplays but like nobody bought them but um you know
0: not yet. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> hey, everybody else
0: is on strike. I'll yeah, break right. the... send him in, send him in. <laughs> <laughs> this is my chance. I'm not
2: in the union. <laughs> anyway, so they're about it looks like they're about to pack up and and go and Marty says, "Yeah, so uh by the way, we're out of gas." Like very casually he just points out, "Oh, I ripped the fuel line and we're going to stop for some gas." And Doc's like, but Like, he's <laughs> like, we're out of gas? And he's like, yeah, Mr. Fusion. And he's like, no, Mr. Fusion powers the flux capacitor, but, you know, we need gas.
0: Just for so the like, basic car part of right, it. Right, just
2: to drive the car to get up to 88, you need gas. So... Um, there's another that they, they show them trying a couple things, and there's another shot that's pretty much just for the trailer that shows horses pulling the DeLorean. But like, Doc's like, even the fastest horse in the world couldn't pull it to 88, you know? Yeah,
0: so. they get, uh, the fastest horse in the world, I think he says, like, goes 35 40 miles an hour, right? Right, so. Yeah, and like so they they, <laughs> they also try
2: to pour I guess some of that whiskey or whatever it was <laughs> that smoked, uh, and that blows the engine. So they're fucked. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a fun little like they hear the train whistle. And he's like, he's like, well, maybe we can push it up to eighty-eight. And they hear the train whistle, and they go talk to this conductor, and he's like, I got it up to around fifty myself. So he's like, could could you get it up to ninety? <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, I suppose if you had a long stretch.
0: Hotter than straight, hell or damnation yourself. Right. <laughs> <All those guys.
2: laughs> uh, the Old West dialogue is it's pretty funny. It's great. It's fucking so, great. Yeah, love it. It's weird. They're looking at this map and he's like, okay, so this is. And they're talking about this ravine that in 1985 is called Clayton Ravine, but in the map it's called Shonash Ravine. And then they, and for some reason, they ride horses out there just to look at the fact that there's no bridge. But I guess it's... it's <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Just to... Because they're out there because Marty's like, there is no bridge. and He's like, oh, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally Because there will be a bridge in, in 1985. But because they're out there, they hear this woman screaming and there's like this uh, carriage and horses and the horses are going wild. And they go to rescue her. And of course, it is Clara Mary Steenburgen, and who is great, by the way. I I I do love Mary Steenburgen.
0: Oh, she's she's so fun.
2: Wonderful actress.
0: She's very fun. Apparently, her kids
2: told her, "You have to do Back. They offered you Back to Future three. You got to take it. We love that movie. So yeah, there you go. Doc is of course stricken. Love at first sight. All that stuff. And um, then they realized that the old, you know, the reason it was called Clayton Ravine was because a teacher fell into it. And like she was supposed to fall in, so they have they have in fact altered history a little bit.
0: Yeah, because that saves her from going. Her. Yeah, like, yeah. We used to talk about that. Like and Marty's like, yeah, we used to, talk, yeah. we used to talk about the teacher that that I know just name a teacher who died. <laughs>
2: Apparently, there's some kind of thing there where I don't know. It's like Samuel Clemens' sister. Almost fell into a ravine or something like I I don't know I I, I saw it on like on IMDb and I said like, nah, I not I'm not too worried about it but <laughs> go look it up if you want so um, thing I like we get this sort of like from the first movie when he has the model of what they're gonna do. You Know and he, I just like he said in the first, he said, I didn't intend to build the scale. <laughs> Marty's like, It's okay, I get it. So, yeah, they it's I don't know. Doc is very much, I mean, he's a scientist, but he's got all he's got electricity and everything. I don't know, it's pretty yeah, he's crazy. Got,
0: like, I don't know, maybe it's a little later when he has that like uh Goldberg machine that makes his breakfast crack in the egg, and bacon yeah, toast, it was, and, right. bacon. Yeah, it's, and yeah, I was like, I had to actually. Get up and pause it and like be like, what is the last thing? It's like something that like shoots bacon through like a washing, a thing they would use to wash clothes onto the skillet and starts frying the bacon. But I didn't exactly know what it was. I had to like go like look at it real close. Like what? What's
2: that? (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. It's It's like slicing the bacon or whatever. But anyway, yeah, he's got he's got a refrigerator, which is like he's huge. It's as big as the room, and it's and he just it makes one ice cube, and so it's fun stuff. It definitely is. But I mean, this guy is he's like a he's like fucking he is Einstein. Never mind, like having a dog, I said. So yeah, like in something that comes up later, as he's demonstrating this to Marty, and and the the car, the model of the car, does say time machine on it. So that comes into play later. Anyway, yeah, Clara shows up. They have a nice little, little talk about science, sciency stuff. This is geek love, like back in the day, you know, before that was such a thing, I guess. But uh, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'll fix your telescope." And she's like, "Oh no, the festival is tonight. You have to go." Like Marty's like, "Marty is the voice of reason." I I kind of like it this one. Marty's like, "Ah, oh, we don't really have time for that." And he's like,
0: "No, of course we'll go." What was the movie with the the horror movie we did with the creepy telescope? What was it? The Wolf Man. Yes, it was. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was. uh mm, yeah. oh, hey, oh, you yeah. live with your father? Well, I was watching you undress last night. I'm the Wolf Man. <laughs> but it oh, is. But I'll uh, help you fix your telescope if you know what yeah. I mean. Oh, I'll fix you and your telescope. <laughs> But uh, no,
2: Doc is not creepy. It's just, but it is a little. No, he's not. Like this, he's not. It's, it's her just,
0: telescope, right? But right. how did that thing not get fucked up in the state? court? Well, it did get fucked up. 96. That's why he's got to fix it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would just. Should have been destroyed. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if the glass is broken, that's a it's a non-parrot. It's a non-telescope.
2: Yeah. She just maybe she just wanted an excuse to go say hi to him. It wasn't even. It wasn't. She wasn't even carrying it at the time. She went and bought a telescope and broke it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: that's right. You're right. Yeah. It's a meet, uh whatever you call the meat, cute, geek love, whatever. Geek, meet cute. I hate that expression. Geek cute. Geek cute. <laughs> well, what was the thing that you said? I'd never heard that before. Geek love. I said geek love.
2: Um, I got that from uh, one of the featurettes.
0: Very well. Geek love. Very well. I meant to. I'm into it. Right. I like geek love. Yeah, no, that's basically what it, it is. Geek
2: love. Maybe love is love, geek lover or, or whatever. But like, yeah. okay, I guess we should point out um, Doc has never had any kind of romantic, you know, or anything. Obviously, this is like a, a departure for these movies. Doc is the this is both mostly his movie.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah.
2: But this get the little little geek, with this love shine, teenage boys. That's all. <laughs> yeah, he's such <just> an old <laughs> man who hangs out with not even that old, but he does hang out with this teenage guy. Yeah, looks old. But so there was somebody who said this is Christopher Lloyd's first on-screen kiss, but that is not—that was mistaken. He—he had—he well, he kissed Leslie Ann Warren in Clue. He and Miss Scarlet made out on the you know
0: on the Ooh, couch I to distract
2: know. the the cop. Anyways, but yeah, I, I love I I do kind of like that scene because it is another callback the first movie when Lorraine comes. He's like, cover the time machine, you know. So. All right, so they go to this festival. ZZ Top is there. Who <laughs> so played that?
0: Okay. Well, I, oh. I, when we do James Bond, I, I, you just made a noise that's already going to answer my question. But <laughs> um, when we do James Bond, we talk about the music. You yeah. know, I and of course, Huey Lewis has a couple of great hits and lots of great, uh, great soundtrack stuff going on here. Yeah. I was always a ZZ Top fan. Love. Oh. I'm a. I'm a. I graduated from the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. I love ZZ Top. I love that <laughs> stuff. That's my kind of music. I All really right. like this tune. And you do. If you All say right. otherwise, I'm sorry. I guess I haven't. I only
2: heard it. Double back again. <laughs> yeah, double back. Yeah. So apparently, though, here's a funny bit um, of trivia. Uh, at one point while they were filming, I think it was this scene because ZZ Top is only in this one scene. They, there was like a problem with one of the cameras, and so like I guess Michael J. Fox asked them to play like one of their songs, and then other people were getting into it. And They just kept playing, and they played for like a couple of hours. And <laughs> someone went up to Robert Zemeckis and said, "Hey, is that camera fixed it? And they said, "Oh yeah, we fixed it a while ago. We just didn't want to interrupt the the party that was going on here."
0: The party, <laughs> oh. people were getting into ZZ. It was like a free ZZ yeah, Top. They were hanging out, hanging out. They,
2: they were technically getting paid to see ZZ Top. Yeah, right. Not even free. They were getting paid. So that's something I heard. Yeah, ZZ Top is in it. There is. It does some fun little things. He does like Marty basically does like real life Wild Gunman, which he you know he did in in right. twenty eighteen. And it's funny because the guy even says to him, oh, a baby could do this. Just like the, just like, uh, what's his name? Elijah Wood, right? <laughs> oh,
0: right, right. Yeah. <laughs> even a baby to... can shoot one of these. It's like a baby's toy.
2: So and he yeah. biffs, oh,
0: excuse the pun, he biffs the first one and then he nails it every right. other time. The six shooter. Yeah.
2: So yeah, Buford Tannen shows up and we get Marshall Strickland, who is the same, I forget the guy's name, whatever, the guy who plays Principal Strickman, Strickland. He's got a little kid with him, and he, yeah, he makes Buford give up all his his guns and stuff, and 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 then he's I love it. When when Buford leaves, he's like, You see that, son? Discipline. Remember James that Discipline. James Tolkien, okay. Yeah. Discipline. Remember that. It's like every Strickland is a disciplinarian, I guess. <laughs> All right, so Buford does—he did keep one tiny little gun that only has one bullet, and he says, "If I shoot him in, in the back, he shouldn't—he he, he will not die till like Monday." So Su- supper time
0: whole... Monday. Yeah, he's gonna be dead a supper time Monday in his back, and then I <laughs> shoot him, and then he'll be dead on the bleed out. <laughs>
2: And I like like they're like where is that blacksmith and these and that his guy one of his henchmen there, is like he's dancing with that piece of calico. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, because he's dancing with Clara.
0: Yeah, of course. That's and a polite so, way to say the P. Yeah, word. maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> this P the word P. bites, uh, grabs back. You yeah. know. Yeah, she kicks him in the because he's like maybe I'll
2: take my eighty dollars out of her, and she kicks him in the shin. So then he's going to shoot Doc. He's, never mind shoot him in the back. He's going to shoot him right in the face. And then Marty grabs a, a pie plate that he was eating. He was eating a slice earlier, which I guess that's where the Frisbee came from. In fact, it was the Frisbee pie company that people started throwing the trays around. So that's like a legit thing.
0: And that's when... Um... I was doing the near far thing earlier, but uh, <laughs> but he goes far out to Seamus and his uh, yeah. wife there. He, he yeah, he was he was right near him. Yeah, he was, like,
2: like was right in front of him. <laughs> right, in, right in front of him. What did he mean by that? But yeah, he throws the pie plate. And it knocks the the gun out and Doc's it shoots Doc's hat off, which happened in a lot of westerns. But apparently that is. I watched it on Mythbusters. It's
0: Mythbusters.
2: Myth <laughs> it's very hard to do to actually shoot someone's hat off. Like a, a cowboy hat.
0: Right.
1: I'd probably just go right through it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because like, your right. hat, your cowboy hat is really mushed down in your head.
0: Yeah. There's a whole thing with Lee Van Cleef and uh I think it's a few dollars more. It's one it's one of those uh West one of those Clint Eastwood movies. But it's a whole thing where they're shooting. Lee Van Cleef like shoots, I don't know, Clint Eastwood's hat off his head, and then Clint Eastwood shoots Lee Van Cleef's hat off his head, and then hits it another two times. And each time he hits it, the thing goes, the hat goes flying up further, further, further. So he's like, <laughs> Pew. and then he's like shoots it again, and then it goes like another way, then another way. So it's like this ridiculous oh. thing, so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's gotta be impossible to do it even once. There's no way. Without shooting somebody like actually in the head, in the right, like without actually shooting them in the head. I'm sure the
2: the hat would fly off along with all of your brains. Yeah, but right. <laughs> yeah, so Buford says, oh, "I challenge you to a you know a duel tomorrow morning." And he's like, "Oh, tomorrow we're 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 robbing the Pine City stagecoach." And it's like, "Oh, what do you do on Monday?" But it's pretty funny. He's like, "Monday we're good." And he's like, "All right." Monday, 7 a.m. And Marty says, 8 a.m. You know, I do my killing after breakfast, (laughs) whatever. So, like, because the train is supposed to come at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whatever, right? So it's like
0: Marty's at at 8. 8 is the time that's on uh, Clock Tower in all the movies. Right, right. Ah.
2: Uh, So, yeah, Marty is sort of scheduling his duel around... He's like, oh, because, and Doc's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, well, I'll be, we'll be gone by then, you know, so don't worry about it. But he also, like, we get another reference to him being, because he's about to just walk away, and Buford says, what are you, yellow? And so, you know, it's, he, it's the whole chicken thing again.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, his, and Seamus, his, ch- his relative, Seamus says, you know, don't, you know, kind of, do I used to think that it was okay to, uh, but don't go yeah. after revenge. You know, yeah, just because it's... someone called you something,
2: yeah. So they they give Marty they... something
0: to think about for later. Yeah, and he said he
2: had a brother named Martin who was always yelling. You know, was always getting in fights because people call them names and stuff. So they said, "Here's how. Here's hoping you're considering the future, Mr. Astwood. And which is a. Funny little line. I like that. I will say, I mean, it's a great, you know, obviously it's great because that's two, again, two Michael J. Foxes talking to each other. And, but one of them does look kind of bluish. You can kind of see the the blue screen effect there, but that's right. it's still a great scene. Yeah. Only old crap heads like me care about the crap.
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, that is, but still like the, the, the way you explained it in the last episode, like the, the tech that special camera like it works really good they yeah Yeah. i I, because they do you do it in tv a lot now like with just whatever like you could probably do it in your phone but like yeah right um but michael j fox is such a great actor that you believe that he's like talking to somebody else even though it's him you know what i mean like he's yeah i feel like the conversation is very well acted absolutely they did great job i'm just nitpicking it's really i didn't know i mean i didn't notice the blue i I wouldn't notice that but if you're just like it's acting is 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 solid absolutely if you were just wrapped up in the movie you
2: you know you just think here's
0: one character talking
2: to another character you don't think like oh that's the same guy and you know whatever yeah but yeah it looks it looks great but when you watch the movie like a hundred times like like I have, well, I guess. I guess
0: this is probably the first time I've ever seen it like in whatever they call it like remastered HD, right? Digital, whatever, like on my big TV. Like, you know, yeah. I've seen the movie a thousand times, like on an old CRT TV, a big, right? Me too, in, Me a too. You're right? a big five screen... inch TV, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was big back then.
1: Yeah, I used to watch it all the time going down to Florida in the back of our van. We had like a teeny little TV, oh with nice, a, VCR, a little TV.
0: Yeah. DV- oh, a VCR DVD. not DVD? Come on, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Pre DVD. That's, that's that's awesome. That's great. That's Great. Yeah. See, my parent, I, my parents never had anything like that, like a cargo van or anything that had like a a sound system like that in it. That sounds cool. A VCR. Yeah, that's we, awesome. did that. we never
2: really took family <laughs> vacations except to the Cape. we went to Plymouth.
1: It really, yeah. like work disguised. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's funny.
2: Well, all right. So, Doc and Clara get a little lovey-lovey at night. Like I said, that not his first on-screen kiss, but close to it. And then uh, you know he's walking around. He's got a little flower in his lapel there, or whatever, and. He sees Marty and and they have like this chat. Like Doc tells him, like, you can't go off the handle anytime someone calls you a name, he's like, that's exactly what caused you to get in that accident in the future. And he's and Marty's like, What? What accident? What are you talking about? And he's and Doc's like, I can't tell you. Because Doc is now very conscious about disrupting the space-time continuum. I guess he always has been, but he's also dealing with all this because he knows he's going to have to leave Clara behind, even though he's He's literally known her like a day. Yeah. But <laughs> so, as they're at that night, as yeah. they're prepping the Delorean out by the train tracks, uh, he says, "I'm gonna stay." And Marty's like, "Come on, Doc. This could still—you could still—right get shot tomorrow. You know, like you—you you can't. You gotta leave." And he's like, "Ah, you can't. Like, he's like, I can't let one little photograph determine my whole destiny." So, anyway, Marty goes to sleep and he's always saying the
0: future's unwritten, just like Joe Strummer from The Clap. The future's unwritten, Marty. Marty!
2: (laughs) So he goes to Clara's house. First, he says, I'm sorry, I have to leave. And, you know, I just want you to know I really care about you. And she's like, Well, wherever you're going, take me with you. And she's like, And he's like, I can't. And then she's like, Tell me why. And he tells her the truth. And she's like, you think I'm going to believe that? <laughs> she slams the door in his face.
0: Yeah, she basically says, uh, "You're trying to like gaslight me into like my <laughs> pants." Like, try- she almost says, "Like you're just trying to get in my pants." They're taking <laughs> advantage of me by you knowing I love Jules Verne and like sweet talking me and like right so, she, so he, you know, she's mad.
2: So he came up with this goofy future story because. She- He knows that she likes Jules Verne, yeah, and all that stuff. So
0: yeah, just to get hit the literal in this sense. Hey, (laughs) it's right. So yeah, she doesn't. She's she's like, ah, screw you, and slams
2: Norman's face. And and Doc is distraught. He goes to the saloon and he orders whiskey, Chester whiskey, and he says, Oh, you know what happened. To you on the 4th of july although no, that's the other guy's voice but whatever it doesn't matter so he, he's got oh, yeah, his right sh- right he's like uh, yeah
0: do you remember yeah
2: yeah like well, what I at one point he hit it a little too hard but he's got his one shot glass And this guy, there's this guy this goofy guy who i guess sells barbed wire or something and he says okay hey.
0: so check it check it out i have the weirdest uh trivia thing here which is the guy is based on a real guy Joseph oh, really? Gl- Glidden, who maybe that's Glidden paint. I don't know. Maybe it could be the same thing. He invented mm. barbed wire and oh. turned into be one of the richest men in America. And then he says, like, I've been peddling this barbed wire across country. So he's like, based on yeah. a real person. But like, why did they need to put that guy there? Who knows? But I guess that's how he made money. Kind of well, like if he you watch was... Deadwood, you know, just like the guys right. that made the hardware store were the first people to make money.
2: Well, he's there
0: so Clara can overhear him later talking oh, about it. Oh, that's right, because he's getting Doc, on the train yeah. and he's going to go bring this barbara list He's going to go sell this bar- <laughs> bar- 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 bar. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, it is, it is funny. He's like, you never know what the
2: future may hold because, you know, even though you're heartbroken now, and he's like, well, let me tell you about the future. So then, like, Marty wakes up. It's morning. Doc is gone.
0: In his clothes. In its clothes yeah. again.
2: Yeah, that's true. Marty's not always sleeping in his clothes. Although I don't know what else he would. I guess he did wake up in his pajamas earlier because you saw his butt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of his butt. It's yeah, like something. the uh, the old pajamas with the two yeah. buttons on it. Yeah. With the little button on the ass.
1: It's what like a union. Union
0: suits. Is that what they? I think is that so. What you're <laughs> now you're call like a I onesie. call my rebel suit.
1: I call
0: the um. <laughs> union suit. To be clear. <laughs> I you the union A
1: suit. Confederate suit. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> union suits.
2: <laughs> anyways, I guess Doc has been in the saloon all night talking about the future, and he says, like, we don't ride horses, we have motorized carriages called automobiles. And he's like, Does anybody walk or run anymore? Or <laughs> whatever. Like he said, it's like, yeah, we run for fun. Well, like, run for fun. fun.
0: <laughs> what the hell kind of fun is that? <laughs> you do it so well. And so, the guy, yeah. the guy that's talking to him, like from the table of the three, you know, older yeah, Western three. actors, that that guy definitely is like, like cheering. He's like always like a henchman, like cheering on like the bad guy, like that's facing down Clint. He's like, you get your you know buzz out of here, yeah, I tell you.
2: <laughs> you mean like the guy with the white beard, like that
0: guy? Or? He doesn't really have a beard. He's oh, okay. like the
2: guy furthest to the left. One of the one of them is Harry Carey Jr. One of them is, and he played the he played the marshal in Tombstone.
0: Uh, oh, a couple nice. years
2: after a couple years after this,
0: a favorite,
2: yeah, a favorite, yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, M- Marty shows up. And he's like, Doc, you gotta come back because. And he's all like, I've lost her. It's like, okay, well then, good. Now we can just go back, go back. And this he's... is like, yeah, it's like, go, go where? Go back where? It's just back to the future. Like, I mean, how many times have we stick the move these title in this? In these lot.
0: movies? I mean, you kind of have to. <laughs> you kind of have to say it like that. You kind of have to declare it. I guess
2: you do. It's a little cringeworthy, but yeah, it's fine. We're almost at the end, so who cares? But yeah, so Doc says, "All right, gentlemen, I, I have to go." And they said, "Here's to the, here's to your blacksmith and to the future." And he takes the shot, and he goes flat down on its face.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> like, I guess we're meant to think he hasn't been drinking there all night. He's been standing there with that one shot in his hand, and the oh, no, thing yeah, that yeah, happened the bartender to mine-
2: said the bartender well, said
0: he hasn't even touched it yet. Nicky. Yeah, like, the, the, but he's what been happened to him that either... same thing happened to him on July 4th. Apparently he had one drink and, like, passed out probably. Yeah, maybe. No one has ever passed out from one drink, like, instantly, right? I mean, this well, is— that's some people little... are allergic to stuff, man, you know? <laughs>
2: if you're allergic, I don't know. He can they have, have a blood like allergy. It was just so potent. You know, oh,
0: the, <laughs> because it's like steaming.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it's it's 1885 whiskey. Maybe and they didn't know how like, to
0: distill it back then. But also, like Doc is like not a drinker. He has no tolerance. You know? Obviously, obviously. But I mean, I'm just. I mean, and, and
2: who? Again, who cares? But I mean, there's there's no way. I mean, I could see him literally drinking and puking.
0: Right. Yeah. I could yeah. See that. yeah, yeah.
2: Right, like but I've what, never, what would happen would have if to somebody be... had
0: never had drink, a drink, like you know, and they're fifty and they have that shot of whiskey? What would happen? They'd probably throw up. You're right. They would probably like, just oh, yeah. why would you drink that? Is probably what right. they'd say. You they wouldn't just pass right out. But I mean, I get it. it's a comedy
2: spot. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm just it's, it's <laughs> kind of silly. silly, right? But
0: yeah, it's so there's silly parts of this movie, but oh, you know, very much right. so.
2: Yeah. So Buford shows up, and it it's not eight o'clock yet. As, as the clock tower tells us. And Marty sort of says, oh, I'm going to have to forfeit. I'm not really feeling up to it. And he's like, <laughs> Buford's pretty, he's like, forfeit? Well, what's that mean? So <laughs> he says, he's like, yeah, it means you win without a fight. <laughs> like, without shooting. And he's like, hey, he can, can do that. I love that. <laughs> he yells it out like that. So it, again, we get like, he's like, you know, you're a chicken and and whatever, and all the guys and I, the the guy from Robin Hood, you know, goes eh, Clint Eastwood is the biggest yellow belly in the west. <laughs> One guy even gives him a gun. To, he's like, yeah, go shoot. You know, go out and you know. And Marty finally comes to the realization that it's okay if someone calls you a name. And he says, he's a asshole. I the tv version they would always say he's an idiot but yeah you know, <laughs> couldn't say asshole on tv back then but anyway so literally doc springs back to like oh i forgot to they mentioned they gave him wake up juice which apparently tabasco is part of the yeah with all like of hot sauce and stuff yeah it's definitely so anyway it he snaps right out of it thanks to the wake up juice
0: but then he like goes out and he falls when they said they wanted to yeah. drink like out of water. You got to go drink out of the trough. He, the trough. He like falls into the trough and wakes up.
2: <laughs> he does. He does. He gets a <laughs> drink a water. Right
0: first. But yeah. So like, anyway, Doc is awake and he's, he oh, my head
2: is killing me. But in these he's like, Hey, you got a, a back door? And he says, yeah, it's in the back. Which I always thought was kind of a funny, <laughs> a funny line. Yeah, so they try to think line. out the back and Biff's guys see them and they, they, they shoot them a little bit and um and he says uh oh is this a union suit <laughs> 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 sorry could... 80 cents oh it's
1: not yeah. bad prices back then
0: right yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> i'm locked out of whatever chat you guys uh, are giggling uh, about over uh, there so... just...
1: Hi, it says you're on it yeah, yeah I can't see there. it i'm not you gonna don't...
0: mess around and find out fucker i right. and find out now <laughs> Anyway, so they they shoot up
2: the alley a little bit there and Doc is captured and Marty goes flying. He goes to avoid the the void getting shot at. He he runs into this whatever building that is and he hits this sort of one of those stoves and a little door thing like flies off. Oh, yeah. So anyway, they got Doc. They're going to shoot Doc if Marty doesn't come out. Marty comes out all, you know, Tough guy like, and he says, he throws his gun down. And he says, I thought we would handle this like men. And Buford just says, you thought wrong, dude. And luckily, he <laughs> shoots him right in the <laughs> chest. And he goes down, and, and, you know, Buford's all happy. Everyone's like, Ooh. and uh, he's all happy. He goes, he walks up to examine the body, and there's no blood or anything, and Marty kicks his gun out of his hand. Buford tries to punch him in the stomach, and he hits metal, and Marty reveals the, the 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 door from the stove it was his bulletproof vest.
0: And if you remember from uh, the the last movie, that's yeah. the movie that Biff was watching. He was watching Fistful of Dollars with the uh, yeah, and yep. He's, he's wood there. That's when that uh, that famous scene is. Yeah. Right? So here we are back in the but old here west. We are. Right calling yeah, back marty
2: yeah that was right when marty walked in so marty would have seen that too even if he didn't know the movie which yeah, he probably add, you know,
0: you're right if yeah. he, he'd never seen that movie until then he'd like thought of it you're like,
2: hey, that's a good idea
0: it's a good thing he didn't it's shoot him in the head he does have i do really that. like the marty mcfly version of the um the clinice would call the stranger It's like a bunch of different names but uh his poncho the one that marty has I think it's a little cooler than the one Clint Eastwood has. Yeah,
2: it was, it was pretty nice. just nice and thick. I'm going to get one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Let's wear ponchos around. It's so over your leisure suit. Or
0: not <laughs> leisure you, you <laughs> can suit. You suit. You suit. Leisure suit. My leisure set, suit from Back to the Future to 2, though. That's the 50s. Yeah. And gold. And gold.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Marty really beats the shit out of him here. I guess because this is, like, finally, like... All the biffs that have caused you all this trouble over all, you know, this yeah, whole yeah. time. Right
0: into the the original uh you know, that guy's like starting his manure collection business. Basically, yeah, it's it's a it's
2: still Jones. It's a different initial. It's like A. Jones. Yeah, and yeah. he punches him right into this manure thing.
0: And it's like really and, and
2: as you put disgusting
0: it out, grass oh, cuttings. Yeah. You know, as if the horse just ate like a bunch of grass. Yeah. And then even Buford has to spit out grass shit out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. I yeah. mean, I know it's probably just real grass and not shit. No, it was horse gross. pellets. I think they said it was horse pellets. Oh, yeah, they probably... it does look like horse pellets. I've seen that before. Yeah, totally. Because horse pellets apparently look the same going in and going out.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's
0: what they said. Tell me about it.
2: I don't know anything about horse shit, but. I would, uh... Yes.
0: I know yeah, I'm what? full of worship. Oh God!
2: Just kidding. You had to go there. God. Anyway, yeah. Also, as you pointed out, though he he punches him and he falls into the tombstone,
0: breaks it. Yeah, it breaks it instantly. Like Lou- louder nothing. noise in the sound effects than yeah. the actual what happened there on set that day. <laughs> of the well. the two pieces of foam getting separated from one another, painted oh, on yeah. both sides.
2: I mean, I know he does his own stunts, but you don't want him actually smashing into a, you know. No, um, no, no, no. Um, no, no, no. But anyway. So, yeah, I mean, and this is, I mean, I guess when I first actually watching this, I was like, damn, he just, he keeps punching him and punching him and he hits him with the the, the metal thing a couple of times. But I guess, yeah, like when you think about it between the, all the Biffs and Griff and now Buford, I mean, this guy, it's kind of just like this built up, so this is the finale. This is it. And he punches the shit out of him and yeah, knocks him into the manure. And he is arrested by Marshall Strickland for a robbery that he the robbery that they went and committed the day before, that they couldn't do the duel that day. But meanwhile, they're like, they hear the train whistle and like, oh, we gotta go. But he stops for a second to tell Seamus like to take care of his baby and everything like that. He's got one last goodbye in. So they ride for the train. But meanwhile, as we pointed out, the guy, the uh, barbed wire salesman, is on the train. And he, Clara gets on the train and happens to sit right in front of him. And this guy's like, oh, that poor man. i tell you, he was so heartbroken. And what was her name? Sarah? Clara, his friend tells him. So Clara's like, oh, did he have big puppy dog eyes? And so she realizes, oh, no, Doc. Was actually a nice guy, and here he is, heartbroken. So he, she
0: gets off the train. I, I, it would have been better if it was like more realistic or like Westworld, and be like, "Why don't you mind your business, lady?" <laughs> been... been... We're having Shut a private up, conversation here. Yeah. What are you the talking two of us. about out there? You know, We're not, we are not spoken to by women. <laughs> Is that what happened on Westworld? Yeah, what's what would happen happened back then? Oh, okay. Do not be talking to me, sir, ma'am. Sir Go ma'am. back and cook in
2: the kitchen. But uh, anyway, so she she <laughs> she pulls the, the brake and gets off
0: the train and starts running. She gets on a horse and rides. Is that a real ethics? thing? Could you just stop the whole train? But you doing can do that. that the, the green line here. In, in... No, that's just a stop. Like I mean, that's just like request stop. There is an emergency stop though. There's, yeah, there's an
2: emergency. Yeah, emergency,
0: emergency wow. yank.
2: It's like behind the glass or something. Like you can't. I don't wow. think anyone can do it, right? You would have to like break the glass, right? I don't
0: remember. I don't know. I didn't know that it was a real thing. Well, it's not very convenient. I'll say that. But I guess you're going to piss off a lot of those other people who are trying to get to yeah. Tucson in time, you know. <laughs> that's right they had to catch the uh, you gotta other train three, 310 out of to Yuma <laughs> yeah they're gonna get to Waco or Yuma or whatever <laughs> well 310 to Yuma <laughs> was a,
2: another movie anyway so she two runs two other for, movies yeah that's true uh, she runs she rides she goes to Doc's house and she finds the model car that is labeled time machine and realizes that he was telling the truth and I don't know why she doesn't think he was just a nut, but yeah, she's she's like, "Oh, time machine!" So she gets on a horse and she rides for the train because she saw the whole model apparently and figured it all out. Meanwhile, uh, Marty and Doc get on the train in the very back, which I guess is like fun for a a part of the adventure. But wouldn't you think they could maybe? Because then they have to climb over the whole train, you know. True. And as we pointed out, Doc is uh, however old he's supposed to be, but he's he's
0: not young, not a young man.
2: Yeah, but he's excited. He loves doing show. this. Yeah. His
0: western. He's like, come on, Marty!
2: Like he's excited to do this because yeah. it's, it's like a western. It's not really thing.
0: a train fight, but I gotta I gotta throw it in there as like it's a train uh, interaction with some people. Yeah, yeah it's a train like, scene. Yeah. It's not like they're not it's,
2: fighting on top of it, but yeah, they kind
0: fight. of are. Like you know, they're being threatening. Usually, they're not like usually like. They're threatening. They're not really going to hurt those guys, but they just kick them off the train with their guns. That is a very yeah.
2: It is a funny scene where he points the gun at him and he says, "Is this the guy?" says, "Is this a stick up?" and Doc says, "It's a science experiment." (laughs) So yeah, they kick those guys off, uncouple the cars, and they switch to the switch track. The you know to the other track. The Delorean is on that will take them back to 1985, and then. They, doc has these presto logs, which they've never mentioned before. But that's okay. I mean, like they're gonna get the train up to eighty-eight miles an hour. It, you throw them in, and each each one, as it burns, will. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Because the guy said, because I think I think there was kind of like the guy says it really needs to be really hot, and then yeah. um, I think I forget if Doc says like regular wood won't do it or something. I don't know, but
2: well, he's as a blacksmith, he uses these in his. And kill right, him like right. This so that he doesn't have to stoke the fire. Yeah, yeah. Throw a sense.
0: little sci-fi
2: this thing. Because yeah, he's a, yeah, he's there. a scientist, you know. So he's got this. Anyways, this. So yeah, like they're they're moving along, and and Marty's got the you know like the the speedometer, I guess, and he's saying, okay, you know, hey, we're at twenty-five, and meanwhile, Doc is in the train, and he's gonna get out and climb. Onto the DeLorean, which is in front of the train. I think they maybe could have switched places on this one. Because Doc is not too steady getting out there. <laughs> <laughs> climbing from the train
0: yeah. onto the DeLorean. Also, like, back in 1955, too, like, when he has to, like, connect the things. It's like, oh, is, he, is the old man going to do it? Is it gonna yeah, I know. It? I know. <laughs> and he's, he's
2: kind of, he looks like he's kind of afraid of heights. I don't know. But, yeah, so he's trying to... Um... <laughs> climb out there. Meanwhile, Clara has caught up to them, and she is now on the train, which we established early in the movie, is going to crash after the DeLorean disappears into the future. The train is just going to keep going, and it's going to crash. So, like, Clara will die um, if something is not done. So, yeah, she, like, honks the thing, the the whistle, whatever, and Doc realizes she's back there, and he says, so Marty and Jock have these walkie-talkies, which amazingly still work. I don't... I am, so. <laughs> but um, he's like, I'm going to go back for her. Just keep calling out the speed. And he's like, Marty's like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> and he's like, we'll just have to take her with us, which is, a, you know, something he thought about it. And, and he said, no, I'm a scientist. I can't do that. But
0: right. yes,
2: yeah, so he's going to go back and grab her. And... They have it's it's actually kind of cool. Like there is a wind, there's a point of no return that Doc had put on the model, and they pass that point of no return, and they're they're going up there. And once they like Mary Steber is like as Clara is like falling all over the place. She's like hanging literally by a thread as this the, this thing is rocketing now and it's about to blow up. And Marty says, oh, "This is the part that kind of oh boy, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but." He says, Doc, I'll flip you the hoverboard. And he holds it out and lets go of it. And it instantly just goes right to his foot. Like, like I wish there was some way they could have made it, like, I don't know what they could have done, right? But I mean,
0: I don't, I don't really, know. What What are you saying? What happened? What Marty
2: holds the hover, just holding the hoverboard out the door of the car. Oh, Let's right. go let's go of it and it just goes right to Doc's foot. Right? Like it lands on <laughs> Doc's. What? <laughs> well, I mean he, he didn't really measure it or anything. He just like he's like, yeah. get ready. And it's just there. like I don't know. It's just it's it's a it's
1: little magic. silly magic. I mean, exactly. it would've sucked if he missed, right? <laughs> yeah. I Maybe mean, it, it has would've... like
0: some sort of internal like goes to like where Mind feet him. are. Or something has some intelligence foot, maybe.
2: of maybe like,
0: throw it out there. Oh, it goes to the nearest floating feet. All right. I guess you get a no well, prize. I'm no, prize. A no prize. Nah. I didn't. I never noticed that before. But... You never
2: noticed it. It's the climax of the movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, never I never that noticed that
0: like why that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't question it. Didn't, I guess it just, only it was I, I would just
2: go with the flow. Holy crap! I go heads. with
0: the flow. I go Question with the flow. Music.
2: I know. No, you. You I mean that's why? That's why I love you. Because I'm
0: always like, check. Gotcha. You're. A, you have a lot of questions. I never. I don't leave movies with a lot of questions. I go, yeah, hey, I love the movie. See, movies. I
1: was like, I'm always just like, oh, I hope it makes it. Oh, I made it.
2: <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? Every time I walked I it. <laughs> Every time you're like, I hope the hoverboard makes it this time because I don't know. I mean, it was a great callback. I mean, the hoverboard. You know, like you pointed out it was in 1955 he brought it back with him yeah. and now it's, here it is again like it.
0: hoverboard
2: it basically yeah exactly it is Chekhov's hoverboard i love it it's pink it's great and it, but i have to admit yeah so doc gets it on his foot grabs Claire hey, isn't the
0: out- other isn't the uh the hoverboard that the girl takes like called the mad dog which is basically ba- based on uh biff tannen i mean um, uh buford like that's his nickname. The other the evil hoverboard. Spot hoverboard yeah. is the one with the with the one with the goatee. The pit bull. Oh, pitbull
1: Which is a mad dog.
0: <laughs> that's right, that's
2: what I'm saying. The hoverboard goes right to Doc's foot and um he just kind of flies away. He rejoice. Yeah. It's, to your chagrin. Looks, he, he takes Clara in his arms and kind of flies away in the hoverboard. And it, I guess, I don't know.
0: Sure. And, uh,
2: anyway, they're about there at 85 miles an hour. Marty closes the door, gets ready, puts on his cowboy hat, which is great. And just as calculated, just as he's about to reach where like the track ends, we get the, the three, you know, and I love the the flame trails go like across the ravine, like into the, the sky. And the train does go over and blow up spectacularly. Yes. Just, just as Doc said it would. Love it. And then we are back in regular old 1985, which we haven't seen in a while now.
0: And my favorite version of Biff is Leisure Suit. Um, second coat <laughs> leisure uh, suit biff. That's my favorite. Biff. Not union suit, but leisure. Oh, no suit. leisure yeah. leisure suit biff. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I I hear you. Yeah, first though, it's funny. because Yeah, Marty shows up at his. Well, okay, before we get there, really quickly. Yeah, Marty's on like he's rolling on the train tracks. The the DeLorean is still just rolling, the momentum. And, like, yeah, I love that. I love that. He tips his hat to people who are like waiting at like the what do they call that when those bars come down.
0: But
2: um, yeah, and um, but it's they're not the, the things aren't down for the DeLorean. They're down because there's a train coming. Marty <laughs> gets out right, like right, right in the nick of time. And the
0: DeLorean is smashed to pieces. And um, they really didn't I, want to make a fourth movie. I know <laughs> that is a real.
2: De- I mean, that is a real, not a real DeLorean, but I mean, and they only had a couple and they really did smash oh, sure. that one. For if you've it's ever really watched uh that movie, there's a documentary called Out of Time. I think it's on Hulu and it was about the, the DeLoreans in the in these movies. So Anywho. Yeah, so it is destroyed. The flux capacitor like dims and dies. Yeah, it is a fun movie. So it's kind of like a it goes like and Marty realizes, like, oh, Doc is back in, in eighteen eighty five now and I'm here. And so it's just what he said. He said he wanted to destroy it and he wanted to live out the rest of his life in 1885. And now he's got his woman and, uh, and everything. But yeah, Marty is obviously sad because he can't hang out with Doc anymore. But you know, yeah, Marty goes to his house and as you point out, old, old second coat of wax biff is there. I love it, <laughs> it because at first he's like, like, he doesn't see it's Marty and he goes, hey, butthead. And he goes, oh, Marty! Like, it's really funny. Like, for, for a second, he's, like, mean. And then he's like, oh, it's you, Marty! So, and then we get the family, and they're going to brunch. And Marty's still in his, like, cowboy tunic garb and everything, and so... It's kind of... They're like, did you wear that to the lake? Which is funny, because the lake... He referenced going to the lake in the first movie, so...
1: I've never <laughs> noticed that, like, dad is, like, in the back... Just like hanging out in the doorway. Yeah, they did not want to give much screen time. Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: but you know how you know how it said like I never noticed like the Elizabeth shoe thing really. You know, like I didn't notice the Crispin Glover stuff either in the sequels. I just never noticed yeah. it when I was a kid. I just didn't didn't I didn't. I swear yeah, that's okay. I
2: <laughs> I guess they did a good job then. Yeah, yeah, because they're um... such.
0: Like they're not, well, I mean, Biff is like you know, second coat of wax, Biff. Like he's he's obviously like my favorite, you know. I love (laughs) a balding middle aged man, invisible French. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, But yeah, like and the brother and the sister, it's kind of like um, like European vacation, like you know, like the kids are all different. (laughs) The kids and everyone are they the same? I feel like his brother and sister are the same. Yes, they yeah, they
2: are the same. That
0: woman who played his sister passed away.
2: Breast cancer. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So She was apparently a really fun person. Like, Robert Smekas liked to just put her in movies just because he thought, like, she was, so like, delightful and whatever. But, yeah, she passed away. So, But, anyway, um, yeah, the family is – apparently, like, uh, there was an interview with Bob Gale where he said we had – concentrated on marty's family enough in the first two movies we didn't really want to put them in that much in this one and they're only in this one scene very briefly and marty says i gotta go get jennifer so he gets in his truck his nice black pickup truck
0: because also like i think earlier in the movie doc says like you'll just have to go and wake up jennifer on the porch he says that at some point in this. Movie. In the
2: second, yeah, in the second one, he said no, it. in this one. Yeah, oh, he, he did say it, yeah. Once, yeah. No. Like I can't believe he left her there on the porch. He says, oh, she'll be fine. Just go going wake her because the time, you know, stream will just change around her." So yeah, he goes to her house. It doesn't look all shitty and everything yeah, like no it did bars in the second the one. windows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wakes her with a kiss, which is nice, and then she says, "I had the weirdest dream." So they're they're getting the pickup truck, and she doesn't say, why the hell are you dressed like you're from the Old West? But that's (laughs) whatever. They drive drive to Hildale, and he says, this is where we live. And she's like, what? And he says, this is where we're going to live. And then Needles pulls up next to him, and Needles says, nice ride or whatever, nice wheels, McFly.
0: Well, she also says like something like, I thought this was like a weird dream. Was it a dream?
1: Right. It, like it was a dream. Yeah. It? Like, it was.
2: Yeah. It felt surreal. So yeah. Anyway, needles and the cool thing. And so when needles drives up, he's playing, he's blaring power love on his, on his radio, which is nice. Yeah. You'd like callback. that.
0: Cause you're that like yeah. made up for the easy top. You had to listen to earlier. You're like, <laughs> finally a song for me. I know a little bit of Huey Lewis. Crying. For the lack of it in part two.
2: Yeah, I know nothing in Bark two, but a little bit here. So he challenges them to a drag race at the next like stoplight or whatever it is, and uh, you know they're, they're there, they're getting ready. It's really very fast
0: and furious. Calling him chicken.
2: Yeah, exactly. One last time, and this for time, for time's sake, the light turns green and Marty throws it in reverse, and uh, Needles takes off.
0: Classic Top and... Gun move.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> And a Rolls Royce pulls out of the driveway and Marty would have smashed right into it, he says. And Jennifer remembers hearing that story in the second movie, takes out the facts that said you're fired and it erases, just vanishes.
0: And then she goes so like, it erased.
2: It erased, yeah. It's Because now she's just looking at a blank piece of paper.
0: But also so, like from the future that says like, you know, Tech Corp, nine thousand on it or whatever you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but if the facts didn't say you're fired,
2: yeah, it, it erased maybe it should have changed to like you're promoted or something, but whatever it it goes away, so then I guess Marty we infer that Marty told her the whole story because they go look at the the remains of the DeLorean. Yeah, she
0: like sort of believes them, yeah, like yeah Mr. she says you were right the whole broken yeah, on not the much ground. yeah,
2: and as they're examining the pieces. We get the time travel noise again, and it's a train. Well, first there's like the the thing with the train crossing again, and but they're like, where's the train? And it comes through time, and suddenly there's a it's steam driven, uh, (laughs) train there. Mary Steenbergen. Yeah, Mary Steenbergen is there, and there are two children, Jules and Vern. And uh, they show him, they, you know, he gives him a picture that says like, uh, it doesn't say your friend in time, but it says something similar to like to that. The picture of them at the clock tower, and it's all very nice. And,
0: and uh, here's a little uh, nerd alert, knowledge drop, uh, as someone that's into train fights. Uh, this is a, a famous train. This is like a like they need a they need a train in a movie. They're going to use this one. It has been in use in Hollywood since 1897. Wow, that is one cool. of the most iconic trains in cinema history. Wow, that's and great. It was, It's called the Sierra Number no. Three. Uh, Dox ah. is um, called the one. It's it's no, I forget the name of it, but it says 131. I don't know if there's a significance to that, but uh, but the the train uh, it keeps a rolling, as they say.
2: That uh, is pretty cool. They also had to build a miniature of it, so because it flies away a couple minutes later. Yeah. But before we but get that to was that, just
0: yeah. real, right?
2: That well, really no. the flying one wasn't real, but the yeah, the actual train that they're sitting on and talking is real. Yes. Um, Jennifer asks about the the disappearing ink on her facts. and she's like, "What does it mean?" And he says. It means the future isn't written yet. So this is like the final message, like, yeah, you go and do whatever you want because yeah. the future is isn't written. So it's kind of like a but also So you know, we the, just did all this time travel stuff. and We're like, ending it here. This <laughs> is it. <laughs> right.
0: this is it. <laughs> you know.
2: So yeah, it says, make it a good one. And then the Have and a then good we get one. one more. We gotta get one more when he says, Where are you going, Doc? Back to the future? (laughs) The name of the movie? (laughs) Basically, right? And Doc says, no, I've already been there. And he doesn't say where he's going, but he gets up. I mean, he gets in the train. The train lifts off, just like at the end of the first movie with the DeLorean. And it flies away at the camera. And then we get Clay's favorite song.
0: I have uh, I have a note here that it says, in which the time machine flies off to the sunset was added at the last minute in order to give the series a sense of closure. Uh-huh. Like there actually it, yeah. flying away. I mean, they could have just right. I don't know. They could have. They, they had to make it, it fly couldn't... away. They had to. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way to do it. I have a question before we you know before we wrap up, but that's the I already said the literally the end credits thing. But I have a question for you guys. Just yeah. a hypothetical fun question: Where do you think they go? I have a, I have a guess. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I think they, sure. I think they went to like, land of the lost, like dinosaur time. That's where I think they went. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, wow, interesting.
0: That, that's just the vibe I was feeling. I was like, where would I go? And if you said you didn't want to go to the future, maybe that's where I would go.
1: Yeah. So okay. here's my, here's my thought. I, so I guess, please, please. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like instead of a time machine, it was like a parallel universe machine. Like it went to like parallel Whoa, universe.
2: Man, oh man, yeah, that's deep. Maybe he never said it's a time machine. Yeah, there was that short-lived cartoon series that sort of followed the further adventures of yeah Marty, Doc, Clara, and the two kids.
1: But I never uh, understood why. Doc, like live action Doc, had like little clips on the show, but he didn't actually voice Doc.
0: Oh really? No, I didn't it was I remember that.
1: Homer
2: Simpson maybe. did the voice. Oh really? They probably
0: couldn't afford him.
2: Yeah, maybe they couldn't afford him for animation. But now they couldn't afford Homer Simpson. It's like those they make a lot of money on the Simpsons nowadays, but uh I did not know that. That's interesting. I didn't even I don't even know. I mean, I can't imagine. I guess you're right. I mean, they could go anywhere. I feel like they maybe went back to eighteen eighty-five. It seemed like they kind of
0: just to you hang know, out. Like sure they like to live
2: in there. You know, that's where Clara's from. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. You we could if we they could go debate the,
0: that but with Jules and Vern, they could like go on vacation to dinosaur land and then come yeah, back to
2: 1885. They could, they could take a little... I wouldn't want to... I mean, I wouldn't want to get eaten by a dinosaur or something. No, I don't know no, if I'd I want No, I but... I mean, <laughs> I would sure never is. go anywhere that didn't have working <laughs> toilets. If I yeah. 18, I would need working... i need plumbing, showers, you know. I, I, I don't know. All these people say, oh, 1885, that'd be great. I'm like, I don't know. It probably smells like... I'd go like back sh- to
0: 1990 and watch this movie.
2: <laughs> I, I would, I would, too. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember anything. I wonder if you could probably find that the series online somewhere, uh, I'm sure it's on Amazon or, or something, but, uh, I didn't, I never, I think I only watched like a couple episodes. I don't remember being a huge fan and I don't know why was it? I mean, I love the movies. Why didn't I watch the show?
1: No, it was horrible, but I watched Oh, really? <laughs> watched it all when I was a kid. Like I, I never went back and like rewatched it. It's probably, it probably is horrible because I remember it being horrible as a kid, but I still watched it.
2: Yeah, if you hate it as a kid, you probably, right, if you watch yeah. it now, you'd probably be unwatchable. And those things never work out, right? Do You remember, like, they had a Beetlejuice series yeah, for a little while. I mean, like, anytime you take a good movie and you try to make a cartoon out of it, it's just it's
1: never uh, a good idea. Except Ghostbusters. Well, uh, which one? The real Ghostbusters? The real
0: or... Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. a pretty decent one. Yeah, because
2: there was that other one that was just weird, right? Like the nothing that nothing
0: yeah the hell was that all about
1: but it started as a live action show I think
0: it's one of those weird like evil dead army of darkness like rights things you know what I mean yeah Yeah. right
2: right right very strange
0: well we'll have to do an episode on that
2: yeah (laughs) the the, the real ghost like they had to call it the real ghostbusters Oh, so stupid. Oh, Hollywood and your your weird, wacky legal things.
1: And it was super meta because it was like the first episode was about like somehow they like made the movie Ghostbusters and they all went to go to the premiere. It was like it took place after. It, it was so weird and awesome. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. That's great. Oh, my God. So cool.
2: Wow. That's that is cool. I, I'll have to watch it. Um. All right. All right. All right. Uh. What do we think of Back to Future Part Three? Who wants to go first? I never go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Or, yeah. Please. Yeah. I have to. Um. I haven't thought much about like the grade, but like it was funny when I was watching this movie last night. Actually, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. But as I was watching some of these uh, like featurettes and behind the scenes things, all the people on the crew, all the interviews, were like, "Oh, we love making this movie. It's great. I love making westerns. It's nice and quiet. You're out in the middle. It's just like you're camping, like you're out kind of away from the city, out in the desert, filming this thing." And like all the stunt people, they love to ride horses and stuff. It just makes people feel good. And I was like, "Oh, maybe that's like what the movie." really is about you know it's not about like you don't always you don't always have to make citizen kane
0: you know like this was just it, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like i don't mean to interrupt but it's kind of like it's no, no, no. like sneak sneakily like on the side just like oh i'm just gonna make a fun western movie because i can And I'll right call, and, and then like crank it up to you were talking about meta like i'll just crank up the meta and call him clint eastwood and just do exactly this fun thing yeah
2: yeah, and that's all. It, I think that's that's kind of all it was. Like they're just making this fun movie, which happened to be the, this fun western, which happened to just be the third part of this trilogy. Back to the future. So like, he, there's even there's an interview with Steven Spielberg. He says, I think it stacks up against any western, like from that that era that they were kind oh, of sure. paying homage yeah. to.
0: And and the story is you know, all just... the
2: same.
0: Stranger <laughs> right, comes to town. You know what I mean? Like, yeah sesta like it's sort
2: of like the A team or something right he has to kind of chase away the bad guy
1: yeah
2: you know so w- when i think about it like that like i won't say that this is my favorite of the three this is probably my least favorite of the three I, and i that's not saying i mean i love the first two so it's someone's got to be third right it, yeah. that, i'm not that's saying that's it's fair. it's that's not fair. good but yeah i'm thinking yeah. about it like that i'm just like wow this movie's it's actually just a fun movie. They're they're not out to, you know, reinvent the wheel every time. It's like, we made two really good movies, and now we're going to make, make one for us because we wanted to do a Western, you know? So I pointed out a few of the silly things, you know, like the hoverboard thing and, and whatever. But, I mean, overall, it is a fun way to wrap up this trilogy, and I'm glad they didn't make any more, right? I mean, let's face it, like, trilogies are kind yeah. of the way to go, so... Yeah. They wrapped it uh, all up. Absolutely, and that's... They, they wrapped it up, like, like you know, a nice happy ending, like, Doc and Marty are sort of, they have the option to hang out whenever they want, I guess, wherever, whenever they want, literally whenever they want. And, you know, all the drama, and, like, everybody's happy, Jennifer's there, Doc has kids, even though he's old. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's a nice, happy ending. They wrapped everything up. It's great. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I think this one is probably like a B, B, B B-plus range, I guess I'll say. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Like I said, every time it's on, I will watch it. I especially like the 1955 bit, Uh, I have to admit. I don't know why. (laughs) It's always – I liked it. I also – now, we talked about this last – episode two where like I remember seeing this movie um a, a couple times in the movie theater and like I remember bringing my my brother bringing me I should say because he's older so like he must have been like 18 or something taking his little 13 year old brother to the movies which is kind of fun <clears throat> but um yeah he's I remember having to explain to him because he hadn't <laughs> seen he hadn't seen part two so I was
0: like, oh, okay. Oh,
2: well, oh this really? Is that's funny. Yeah. So I was like. That's what happened then. Yeah. I was like, this is what, this, you know, because you had no option. To, maybe he rented it. I don't know. You know, when did, I, I don't think movies came out that fast on video back then. So.
1: Oh, no, they definitely did not.
0: Yeah. So he
2: probably. They, had, used you know.
0: to, they used to be a shorter window between when they would like play one of those things, like on actual TV. You know what I mean? I feel like that's when I saw it. Yes. Or yeah. On cable. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the window was. He had never seen it, regardless. So yeah, I was I had to explain to him the whole thing. I, but I mean, I remember going to the yeah like again, it was kind of similar to what I said the last time. Like I was like a kid, like a thirteen year old kid, a fourteen year old kid, and like you got to go to the movies without like a parent there, you know. <laughs> so like I think I was like I have fond memories like that. So. Yeah, that's that's what these movies sort of—they uh, have that kind of special meaning to me, and also they're just really well-made movies, as we pointed out. So yeah, B B plus. I don't know. I was, yeah, B plus is fine. I guess I'll give it that. And uh, that's it. That's
0: all I got. Uh, I can go next. All right. Um. So yeah, I I tef- definitely agree with you. I think I I'll, I'll even just agree with you on the letter grade. Uh, and that it's, oh one of these movies has to be third but you know it's definitely like a close tie but this is probably my third but only because i think it's the first instance of being like there's three of these things you know like why <laughs> why why have they even made three of these movies <laughs> you know like not but i enjoyed every minute of it and also like the fact that like this whole thing about that you were just saying about it being a western and like they were just having fun, you know. Like it sounds like they were originally gonna have this be one long movie, two and three together. So I'm glad that they did break it up. And these yeah. just yeah, I look back on it, you know, Fondly is a movie I can always watch and like you said, if it's on I'll always watch it. Could be like maybe like this is like proto um will smith and wild wild west like early steampunk uh and that that like definitely like this might be stacy's like favorite back to the future movie just because it's like a little bit steampunk and i like oh. the western aspect of it too you sure. know which gives and the train stuff you know like i i really like those kinds of movies so i also like this movie a lot you know i i think maybe the uh maybe two is just a little bit better Maybe two is the best of the three. I don't know, but the, I mean, I, 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 think I'd probably I agree with that, but I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough ranking because they all do work as one truly in a way, like before we had like prestige TV, that was like, you know, like Sherlock, right. that's like six hours long, you know, like, this is like, this is a complete story. And it's not right. anything like Star Wars or like Star Trek was like Star Trek movies. There's like a thousand of them and a thousand, literally thousands of hours of TV to watch. You know, <laughs> like this is just its thing. And it's it stopping at three. You're right. It's the best idea. I'm sure they tried to spend money out of it in IP. They probably still make comics today from Boom Studios or something. Who knows? I think but, so they do. Go ahead. I think make, you're right. Make money. Whatever. Hey, however. <laughs> you know, and, re- and the, the effect it has on culture with, like, Rick and Morty and everything, you know, like, sure. fucking awesome. But this, like, Bob Gale and Zemeckis' story, the, the Spielberg, uh you know, everything about, like, how the movie looks and the, you know, even with a little bit of blue screen, green screen thing, like, special effects still awesome in this. Special effects also in... A Western movie, which is like kind of a cool thing. It's like sci fi and a Western at the same time. So, gotta say, right. B plus, I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. Here you go. All right. So I land it. Any
1: final thoughts, Josh? Uh, I give it a D minus. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Um, the left same you.
1: thing. It's, it's pretty much my least favorite, but it's still an awesome movie. My, my the thing that makes it least favorite for me is I'm just not a big Western guy. It's not to say that I still won't watch this every time it's on, but like I don't watch yeah. Western Westerns. Westerns aren't
0: for everybody. Yeah, I Never
1: that. really been my cup of tea, but um, I think that's the only. But and also the fact that you're right, something has to be third, and this is yeah. That's the reasoning that I give it for being third, but it's still a great movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: Definitely is. And and sort of uh, like what you were saying, Clay, apparently so like it's it is kind of one long continuous story, which is not something that you see a lot of or saw a lot of, I guess, back then in movies. But like there is a little bit of difference in the way, you know, the second one starts. But the way that this one, the third one opens, you could literally watch two and three all in a one long like as one long thing like it could be one long movie it is
0: literally exactly the same like and and i think that in a way you can definitely tell that that the story of how the movie was made definitely is like you know they had the the idea for the first movie when uh, i guess i think bob gale was like looking at like pictures of his his dad's yearbooks and was was like uh oh my dad like ran for class president like if i went back in time would i like be friends with him because i wouldn't run for class president and he just started thinking about that stuff and talked to zemeckis and they came up with this thing and they came up with this great story that was the first movie and it was so successful and it's not like they hated making these movies but they had to be like okay what's the idea for the next thing and the idea for the next thing was like too big and wasn't, like, kind of originally planned to be three things, so they kind of had to make it make sense and tie it in with the first one. But the energy, uh, as far as, like, you know, like the, the brilliance of the idea in Back to the Future, and the first one, it's, like, they are trying to recapture something that isn't, like, the first time it's going around. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's
2: crazy because, like, I think we talk about it, yeah, like, now, but, like, back then it was, like tv shows and movies where like one, ah, uh, like you could watch i mean sure like the star wars trilogy the original trilogy but they don't go back to back you know what i mean like you kind of have to right. see them but you could watch any one of them but yeah like it's this is crazy Same like George these movies e. just... all take place over like a couple days
0: yeah like, really <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah because that's so funny too that's like they keep they keep it like pretty tight where like I wouldn't necessarily have thought about that that line, I have to go wake her up on the porch if we hadn't just a couple weeks ago watched Back to the Future 2 and we, like, talked about it for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. you know, like... Why, Why did you, leave think, her like, there? you know, like, now we, like... Because we've seen the movies, like, so close together, it kind of, like, connect the dots between two and three a little bit more, which is good right. because, like, there's a plenty of stuff in there.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's great storytelling... It's kind. Of, it's a kind of movie anybody can watch and enjoy. So,
0: and still, you know. as I was growing up with my sister, I was saying this before too. Like, we were equally delighted. Just as like you know, we are as friends when like a new movie comes out. It's like, oh, there's, a, there's like a new one. Like, I can't wait to see that. You know what I mean? Like my sister. Right. And then like my sister and yeah. I would always like watch it together. Like, whenever it was on too. When I was a kid, so.
2: You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my brother and I went to see it t- together and, and whatever. Yeah, so good stuff, like everyone. You can, put, you can
0: have Back to the Future on and, like, your parents are there. And you can yeah. still have a good time and not be, like, bummed out that, like, you know, you're watching, like, you know, whatever, dad <laughs> well, the news that dad wants to watch or whatever. You're like, we're all watching right, yeah. Back to the Future, Yeah, <laughs> Everyone can get into this movie. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Everybody can.
2: All right. We should probably get...
1: To go Root in, I, I, I imagine, Josh, your children... need Oh, yeah, you. I hear them upstairs fighting, so...
2: All right, well, thank <laughs> you for coming on. It was great. We will do this again soon. Uh, thanks, Clay. Thanks for listening, thanks. everybody. Don't forget to check us out. To you. Leakpodcast.com league, league or hashtag wherever you get your podcasts. That's Stick right. Spotify.
0: And but what you posted anger. on our Instagram something interesting the other day, the Spider-Man. Spider
2: yeah. The Yeah, all the, not all the spider man The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and one Andrew Garfield are on Disney Plus now, so go check out our watch-along of that, which is episode I'm
0: 200.
2: On. 400, not 200, 400. Sorry. <laughs> We've done it a lot longer than 200, so thanks to you, as we love say. Bye,
0: friends and in time. Uh, Happy trails, day. folks. <laughs> are you yelling? <laughs>